Hey guys, this is Coach Butter. Coach Teresa. We're coming back at you once more with an actionable episode of the Wellness and High Performance Podcast. This is the second episode in our How to Maximize Your Muscle Growth in the Gym mini-series. Today, we are going to be talking about getting more out of each repetition. So now that you know that what you need to do, mechanical tension and getting some kind of a pump, that's really, really important. Now we want to dial it in a little bit deeper and speak about how do you actually maximize each and every repetition. Mm -hmm. And why is that important? Well, I imagine that you are a time poor individual who doesn't have hours to spend in the gym. Absolutely. Even even we're at the gym all day, but we don't have more than no. 90 minutes sometimes. No. Maximum. <laughs> well, let alone for clients. If I'm seeing a client yeah. for one hour, like we got a lot of stuff that we're going to get through here. Yeah. And it's, it's more like that I only have an hour with this guy, maybe, you know, twice or three times a week, and then they might train by themselves. Yeah. So I need to maximize every single moment of this hour. Yes. And the same thing with me, like I have other stuff to do. Like I'm people are like surprised, like, oh you're a personal trainer. That means that you you love to train like five hours a day. Yeah. Like, <laughs> no, I got other shit to do. And you know, like I wanna maximize the amount of time that I'm actually spending training mm -hmm. so that I'm then saving time elsewhere for other things that are important in my life. Yes. Fantastic. So how do we maximize every single set and every single repetition and the big thing that we're going to be talking about is using a full range of motion mm -hmm. what does using a full range of motion mean well essentially what we're trying to do here is that again i'm going to bring out this bicep over here to il illustrate when you lift weights you're making a muscle short okay so the insertion here is coming closer to the attachment over here. You can see that. And then I'm making the muscle long. Right there, okay? So it's really important that you use a full range of motion and you apply this mechanical tension at every single point of this muscle's capability. Where do people go wrong? Well, they're only doing half, you know, they're, they're not usually, it's the stretched portion that people usually avoid. Why? Because that's usually the most challenging part. Mm. That's when you are the most weakest. Yeah. And that means that you usually need to reduce the load that you're using mm. to be actually able to use a full range of motion. And once you've got that, now of course you're trying to lift heavier over time, but not with the expense of, you know, <laughs> shortening your your range of motion. Yeah, and you know there are different different circumstances where going to a shorter range of motion is beneficial, but I think you have to earn the right. Give me to an example. To, well, you know, for somebody who's maybe really trying to go to failure mm. <laughs> um, from a hypertrophy perspective you know maybe there are small amounts of time where at the very last set of the last rep you can still create a little bit more stimulus by doing 
half or quarter ups, but mm-hmm. I think you have to earn the right to get there. Other opportunities where you can do I that. I think you've got to be more specific about your instruction here because I can only literally, in my you know practice, I can only think of one exercise yeah. where I usually give the, the client and myself the... The, the green light to yeah. use a shorter range of motion. Literally in every other exercise, you're going to use the same full range of motion on, from the first rep yeah. all the way to the last rep. I mean, like okay? something like a lateral raise. Exactly. That's exactly yeah. the exercise. Like that's literally the... I'm loving one of the you said only that. One. No, it is the only one. <laughs> it is the only exercise. You know, like, so in the beginning, it's going to look like a bit, like actually like lift all the way up there. And then because you're, again, this is an exercise where we're going for a maximal pump. We're not using much me- um, load. So there's not much mechanical tension. So it's best to go for that like really a skin splitting pump in the muscle so then towards the end when you can't lift it all the way up anymore you can just shorten the range of motion a little bit and keep the weight moving and keep the muscle under tension yes keep accumulating that blood in there yeah Okay. But that's the only only exercise. <laughs> I'm glad we cleared that up. I'm glad we cleared that up. <laughs> Another exercise, if we're talking about specifics here, with we are. reduced range of motion would be something like a Kassem glute bridge, where mm. we are just focusing on more of that upper range. In that contractile range, we're not going all the way down to a full stretch. Well, that's a really important and interesting point that I think we should open that one up a little bit. Cool. Let's go there. Because... Actually, not all exercises train the muscle in the most effective way through its full range of motion. Mm. Okay, so we're going to have to break that thing down a little bit. So if we are talking about the glutes, yeah, right, we when you talking about a chasm glute bridge, yeah, that exercise is challenging your glutes in their fully shortened position. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know, because of like how gravity is is um, acting on you, yeah. when you're at that very top position, your glutes are fully contracted yeah. and gravity is still pushing you down. Yeah. So you're actually able to train your the glutes in their fully shorter position. Mm. And there's not many opportunities where you have that exact... Well, let me give you a counterexample. Now we go and grab a bar on your hands and we're doing a deadlift, like a Romanian deadlift. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now when you're standing completely straight as an arrow and your glutes are fully contracted, mm-hmm. there's actually no mechanical tension no. there. Because you probably stand there for five minutes. Exactly. <laughs> there's no... Me- arms that would exactly. But now watch what happens when you push your pelvis back and you hinge into that hip hinge. Now the glutes are receiving a tremendous growth stimulus in their lengthened position where they're fully stretched. Yeah. Okay. So to to ma- to really maximize a muscle's development over the course of your your training week, you should make sure to hit that muscle in both its fully shortened position and then its fully lengthened position. Mm. And these things, these um, considerations exist for each muscle group. For example, another example I give you is a, a bicep, right? So if I'm doing a bicep curl, well, I'm laying 
behind like this. Like I had, I had an incline bench, for example. Yeah, like a 60 degree incline bench. Yeah, exactly. And my allow my elbow to come behind my body. Mm -hmm. That's like when my bicep is in like it's fully lengthened position. Yeah. Okay, so I'm still going through a full range of motion, but it's still very lengthened in yeah. this area. But then if I have an instance where I have a, a cable that's pulling from that way, and I bring my arm up here, and then I'm doing bicep curls like this. Now this is about as short as a bicep can be when you combine elbow flexion and then also shoulder flexion. Mm -hmm. Okay, so this is different to this. Mm -hmm. And if I wanted to really maximize that muscle's development, it would be important for me to do those things the different things every now and then mm. and not just do the same thing all the time. And do you mean do that every week or over the course of a training? Block? Yeah, that's a really interesting question. Well, you know, um, when it comes to like biceps, yes. like that's really not a priority for most people. No, well, some you know? people. But well, <laughs> the way that I look at it is that, you know, we're, we're building a dish. Yeah. Okay, so we've got the meat and potatoes, we've got some vegetables, and we've got a bit of dessert over here. Yeah. Right? Bicep curls and bicep exercise is not meat and potatoes. No. It's that's like the salt or the pepper or the a little bit, bit of a little bit of seasoning or even a little bit of dessert. Yeah. Right? So in that instance, I would say that it's important to like what I tend to do with the leaner stronger system, usually in this training program, the one bicep exercise that you're doing is going to be in the lengthened range. Mm -hmm. And then in the next program, I make sure that I've changed the range in which your bicep is challenged. So now I might give you one of these ones or I might give you a preacher curl or just like a standing curl. Those are all, they're all different. Different variations. They're all different variations. Different resistance profile. Exactly right. Yeah. Um, in terms of like within the same training session for like some of the more important movement patterns, mm. like you gave a good example of doing, um, I think that might be a little bit. So let's talk about quads because yes. it's easy to conceptualize, right? Good, yeah. So when you do a squat, when you push your knees forward and you're going downwards in space, your quadriceps are being stretched. Mm. Okay, so now you're actually challenging the quads in their fully lengthened position mm. in squats. When you stand up and you're standing up straight, you can stand up straight forever. Because again, you, that's not an exercise to challenge the, the quads in their fully shortened position. Mm. Okay, but now you go to a leg extension machine yeah. where you're against the resistance, you're extending your knee and you're flexing your quad, that is the only exercise where we can really train the quadriceps in their fully shortened position. Mm, yes, at that top range of the movement. Exactly right, that's right. So if the goal was to really maximize development of the quads, we would want to make sure that we're doing a squatting exercise and then we would also do a leg extension exercise. And it doesn't make sense to do the same thing over and over and over again. So doing a squat and then 
doing a, like a, a like a two-legged squat and then doing a two-legged leg press yeah and then doing another type of a two-legged squat like you're just literally doing the same, same thing, thing again and again and again you're better off doing your two-legged squat really well mm -hmm. then you might do a one-legged squatting exercise like a split squat mm -hmm. that's now different enough yes. so that it's ju not just the you're just not doing the same thing again and again because like removing redundancy and mm. like not doing the same thing again and again and again is really important if your goal is to maximize your time in the gym yes which is yeah like that's the show because we don't have all day but we, we don't have results. all day exactly right like whenever i sit down to write a program or i sit down to write a the next you know the 18 week phase of, of the leaner stronger system it's like how do i the number one thing is like how do i maximize this time mm -hmm. And how do I avoid not doing the same thing again and again and again? Yes. And then, you know, this is, that's the in interesting, the logistic problem-solving thing about training programming. Yeah, it's fun. It's really fun, yeah. but it's like, how do you, you know, you do this, like, block one here, yeah. manage to do it. How do you transition to a block two yeah. where you're changing things from block one, but again, avoiding redundancy and just again doing the same thing again and again and again and that's a bit of a it's a science and it's an art that you really have to practice to get better at it yeah amazing fantastic so how do you get the most out of each set and each repetition use a full range of motion and the rep one has to look exactly like rep 10 or the whatever is the last rep that you're doing in the set each repetition should be a carbon copy of one another unless it's a lateral race, dumbbell <laughs> lateral race. unless it's a dumbbell lateral race because that's the only exercise that will give you the permission to shorten the range of motion because you're going for that skin splitting pump in your deltoid muscles <laughs> where can we direct people who are watching or listening to witness some of this beautiful to put this into action training. the best way in which to put these things into action is to experience them f for yourself and the only way i can guarantee that you're going to be able to experience them for yourself is to going through the leaner stronger system in the coach Buddha training app so put these things into practice that is the place that where you need to go if you really want to do that wonderful wonderful if you have any questions as always on Instagram at Coach Puru. At Coach Teresa West. Please do us a favor and subscribe or like the the content on whatever platform you're following this through. If you know of someone who would also benefit from this information, please share this with them as it was going to be really heartwarming and give us all the warm, fuzzy feelings to know that someone was kind enough <laughs> to do that for us. Yeah, that's yeah. nice. Thank you. Yeah. We appreciate you. We appreciate you. Thank you so much. I hope you have an absolutely fantastic rest of the day. And I'll see you in the next episode. This is Coach Peter. Coach Teresa. Let's do this.